Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, this episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. The sack, baby. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra Cialis. Ever heard of them? But it's in chewable form, and it's a fraction of the cost. Take it anytime, day or night, full stomach, empty stomach. It don't matter, man. Bluetooth tablets combat all forms of ED. That stands for erectile dysfunction, son. All right. And even if you don't have that, get a lecture turbo in that dick game. All right. Bluetooth is an online prescription service. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations and no waiting in the line at the pharmacy ships right to your door. Discreet little package. Nobody knows that you're stepping your dick game up. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And I got a special offer for you below the belt listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the code SHAB at checkout. That's S-C-H-A-U-B at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code SHAB to receive your first month free. And I thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. I'm here to talk to you about sleep. Listen, man, why would you sleep on a mattress built for everybody? You don't want to do that. There's a mattress out there that's built for your thick-ass body. Yep, that's right. We're talking about Helix Sleep, man. HelixSleep.com slash BTB. You take the two-minute sleep quiz. They will match you with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. I have in my house... I got all my friends, Theo Vaughn, trying to sleep his big ass in my bed all the time with that badonkadonk ass of his. He's a side sleeper and he snores, all right? He's trying to sleep on my beds. I got my mother-in-law, father-in-law. I can't get rid of them. It's just because of my beds. It's not because I'm cool. They just want to sleep on these Helix Sleep mattresses, all right? And then listen, they have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will, so don't worry about that. Helix Sleep is offering you guys up $200 off all mattress orders, and free pillows for the listeners of Below the Bell at helixsleep.com slash BTB. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with T.K. This is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below. What is up, kids? What's up, thickies, thickums, thickers? Your boy's down nine pounds. Nine freaking pounds. Demon cheat on my kids' B-Day. What's up? Theo, <laughs> Theo kid, my son's B-Day, and he's all, damn, man. You know what I mean? Because uh, we had, you know, pizza and cake and cake pops all over the goddamn place. And uh, I was eating, like, um chicken with cauliflower rice and Theo's like damn go on and get you and then get get you a cake pop I said I can't man I, I'm not I'm not cheating for a long time he's like god he's what kind of dick is on a diet during his son's birthday <laughs> he goes he goes whose kid's gonna be like man dad remember on my fifth birthday and you wouldn't eat you were on a diet I was like yeah I know I know I'm an asshole what can you do 
Yeah, man, it's good. It's good to be back in studio. I'm watching Theo Vaughn's story there. Can I play real quick? Uh, yeah, hold on. So, son's fifth birthday. Uh, we're trying to make it, you know, the best birthday party possible for him. Had a bouncy castle. His his two little best friends came over. His family was there. Uh, his favorite uncles, Uncle Theo was there. Uncle Chappelle was there. Uh, the whole squad came over. Uh, grandma, grandpa, and uh, you know, we decided to mix it up. <laughs> we decided to mix this up this year, and we got a Calabasas Steve Irwin. And this dude came with just a box full of uh, critters, man. When I say critters, I'm talking bow constrictors. There I am with an albino bow constrictor. Uh, it's, you know, I don't know how I feel about it. My son, I, you know, no fear was grabbing all because since he was the birthday boy, they let him grab all of them and touch all of them. You know, I, I just wish he would have a little more caution. You know, these things are fucking, you know, dangerous animals. So he's holding a tarantula. He's holding a, a horned uh, lizard, some sort of dangerous frog. Um, what else? Just multiple snakes. And the thing is, his entire life, since he came out of my, my girl, his entire life, I've told him, how dangerous snakes are because there are snakes in our area, especially rattler snakes. We'll be hiking and there's rattlesnakes. So I tell him, you see a snake and Papa's not with you. You turn around and run. Don't try messing with it. Don't. Do it. And so I tell him that I'm like, he's like, he doesn't even ask me, can I touch snakes? He just balls deep in these snakes, just molesting these snakes, these poor snakes left and right. And this Steve Irwin, Calabasas Steve Irwin, dude, he, he did not help his cause because he comes there and that albino snake, before he gets it out, me and him are chatting to the side. He's He has like a fake accent. I'm like, oh, you're from Australia? He's like, nah, mate, I just use this, you know, around the kids. It helps me get in the character. And I'm like, all right, I feel like you don't need to do it. You don't have to be from Australia to be an exotic animal guy. And so he drops the accent. And he's like, that albino snake, man, <laughs> that albino snake was the most aggressive animal you've ever seen when I had it a few months ago. He's like, it was unreal, man. This thing would bite me every chance it could get. This thing was insane. And I was like, oh, okay. The one all the kids were holding, he's like, yeah, this thing's crazy, dude. He's like, a lot better now, though, because I just handle it more. And, you know, he's more friendly now. And so the snake starts to wrap around my son's neck. And he goes, dude. And all the parents are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's like, yeah, all, all the parents freak out when the snakes wrap around the kid's neck. He's like, they're not going to constrict them, man. That's not what they do. He goes, they can. He goes, but if that thing gets scared, it's going to bite your son in the face about 15 times before we can get to it. I'm like, all right, dude. So there I'm freaking out because the snake's coming towards my face. And then, you know, you got one little bastard at the party who's just way too aggressive with the animals. This one kid was digging its nails in its body, hitting it in the eyes. I'm like, hey, I wanted to just please bite him. Just like bite that kid so he learns his lesson. There's always one little bastard. But yeah, Theo was there. Look at Theo decided to hold the snake. What, play his videos. Let me go to the beginning. He's obsessed with Boston. It's his reoccurring bit. Bernie trying to have my time from me over there. <laughs> trying to get my girl drunk. Damn. <laughs> this Chanel is beautiful. <laughs> Tiger hit him. Hey, you got this, B. Don't need it, B. <laughs> Snakes are big, man. Big boy snakes. Oh, shoot. 
What was that? Let's go back to oh my god! <laughs> yeah, people were a little too comfortable, and they freaked all the kids out because one of the moms is like, "What's that thing eat?" These are all large rabbits, just not regular rabbits, like the big thick rabbits, uh, piglets, uh, large guinea pigs. He's like, it's fun to see. You guys want to come by, see it feed him. Like, no, hey, Calabas Steve Irwin, quit freaking everybody out, man. Everyone's into these goddamn reptiles like you. But it was fun, man. Kids B days are different these days. My my fifth birthday was not like that. I don't even know if I got a party. It was not like that. It was not like that at all. Just different, man. Just a different time. But uh, it was fun overall. Definitely fun. But your boy. the point is, to all this bullshit story, <laughs> is your boy didn't cheat on his diet. Um, two and a half weeks in, No, I'm talking not an ounce of cheating, gallon of water a day at least. Your boy's never been more dedicated diet. Still thick. Don't get twisted. Still thick boy. I'm always going to be thick, but we just got to clean it up, man. I don't want to die early. We just got to clean it up so uh yeah there we are man the real test will be this weekend while i'm in tampa florida two shows friday two shows saturday shows almost sold out get tickets at fatkz.com tampa florida tampa improv um the real test will be on the road and so i go tampa week off and then two weekends in a row cleveland and uh spokane and then end the month then a week off and then i got miami but uh that'll be the real test the road will see how dedicated I am to this diet. It is damn near impossible. We'll get it done, though. Chappelle's getting it done. Chappelle, didn't, Chappelle just left. <laughs> he took himself out of the equation. He was like, hey, man. Because uh, Porto's, the Cuban uh, pastries. Oh. You've had Porto's? Mm-mm. Oh, Jesus Christ, fellas. You got to start fucking living, living man. Uh, Porto's is like, a, I think they're out of L.A. Uh, it's like, a, it's a, a bakery. Yeah, they're all over. Mm-hmm. There's like three of them, I think. But it's like a Cuban bakery. Jesus Christ, dude. Jesus Christ. Unreal. Mm-hmm. Those were the dark roast coffee. So so once we got those out, and Chappelle's had those at my house, he just decided to leave. He's like, you know, I just can't. I'm going to get out of here. I was proud of him. He got it done. Left. Didn't do the willpower. So we'll see, man. Oh, those balls yummy. are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They have a guava and cheese, like Danish croissant. They have a cheese, uh, like little, like thin croissant. Unreal. Best pastries you will have in your life. On fucking real. I can't believe you've never had them, Jen. You're a foodie. I know. One day, when I'm in Glendale. I should have brought them. No, I'm good. I've oh, been eating way too crazy, too. So, oh, you've been chill. You, oh, you've been eating like an asshole. That's why I have this hoodie on covering my face because it's just swollen. Yeah, your cheeks still pop. Yeah, through, I know. But still, I'll yeah. cover some of it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I feel you, dude. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah, it's a process, man. It's not overnight. It's not overnight. And I'll tell you what helps me uh, get my money back from that fucking Calabas Steve Irwin and that bouncy castle for my son's birthday is your boy at 7 p.m. ish on f- Saturday night. Put 15 hundo on the Black Beast. Really? I think I posted my story. I wonder if it's still there. Um, yeah, Derek Lewis was a, it was almost four to one dog. I listen. Did did I think for sure he was going to win? I, I don't know if he's for sure going to win, but anytime a dude has that much fucking power, anytime a guy has that much power and he's a four-to-one dog, sign me up, man. It's nice to toss a little little change. Got to be two-something to do something. And that boy hit so goddamn hard, and he won your boy about damn near five grand, mm. almost five grand. Derek Lewis, I owe you. 
any barbecue meal you want next time I'm in Houston, Texas. Or maybe I'll just give you a tank of gas in that Aventador Lamborghini you got that's too small. Whatever you want to do, big dog. Because I know how I fit in those things, and it's not fun. They look cool. It's all, But also, he probably fits fine. Here's the thing. People with fast cars, especially big guys with dope cars, the one thing people do, to, it doesn't matter if you're any of size, like any of size, they go, how do you fit in that thing? It's like, oh, oh that's your takeaway from this dope-ass car? Jeez, I can't believe you fit in that thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That's the takeaway, huh? Twin turbo Lamborghini, Aventador. Mm, he's racing it. Is he racing oh, it? Oh, you know, at the track. Just uh, oh, that's not Aventador. That's the smaller one. I, I can't. Again, it's not even hating on big guys in uh, sports cars. I just can't. Um, I can't believe he fits in there. I know. Like, yeah, but maybe because it's the coupe and not the convertible because the com- convertible is actually smaller. And me and my brother got one in Miami. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's no way I could drive that thing comfortable or like feel secure or enter it in a goddamn race like he did be a goddamn nightmare listen it's 2021 baby mental health is finally a thing it's popping it is popping your mental health is popping it's normal and guess what helps with that therapy man it doesn't have to be sitting around an office just talking to somebody you don't know. It's not sitting around the couch talking to your friends. I'm talking about a licensed professional, man. Quit being ashamed of your struggles. We all deal with it. You want to start being happy. You want to start dealing with your anxiety, your stress. Talk to a licensed professional with BetterHelp. It's a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, but you can if you want to. You want to put your makeup on, put your game face on, talk to the therapist. We got you covered, baby. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Below the belt listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash B-E-L-T. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash belt. I'm here to talk to you about sleep. Listen, man, why would you sleep on a mattress built for everybody? You don't want to do that. There's a mattress out there that's built for your thick-ass body. Yep, that's right. We're talking about Helix Sleep, man. HelixSleep.com slash BTB. You take the two-minute sleep quiz. They will match you with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. I have in my house... I got all my friends, Theo Vaughn, trying to sleep his big ass in my bed all the time with that badonkadonk ass of his. He's a side sleeper, and he snores, all right? He's trying to sleep on my beds. I got my mother-in-law, father-in-law. I can't get rid of them. It's just because of my beds. It's not because I'm cool. They just want to sleep on these Helix Sleep mattresses, all right? And then listen, they have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will, so don't worry about that. Helix Sleep is offering you guys up $200 off all mattress orders, and free pillows for the listeners of Below the Belt at helixsleep.com slash BTB. Oh, we launched a new segment. If you if you guys haven't seen it, it's all the craze online. It's called What's Up with B- Your Boy B. Shab here, where we zoom in with numerous fans, and it's face-to-face, uh, me and them, and they fire away questions, debates, arguments, um, and I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. There it is. We're at 93K views just on mm-hmm. YouTube alone. Uh, let's hit that bitch to 100K. And there we are, man. A bunch there of fans. Are. Great questions, too. Great. And we have so many submissions. We could do it every week. 
We're going to do it every other week because you're going to get What's Up Friends show. Well, obviously, this is the Anchor Show, so this is every Monday. Then every Thursday or Friday, you're getting a food truck or What's Up Brent Shop. So every week, you're going to get something dope, whether it's a food truck or What's Up Brent Shop. But uh, the fans make that show. The questions were fucking fantastic. It was we fun. Had, we had an 18. Oh, you watched it, Yeah, Jim? I told you it was great, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. We had an 18-year-old on there, knew his shit, was a wrestler. We had a girl, uh, <laughs> girl. who's clearly a fan of Marilyn Manson. Um, was talking about groin strikes, headbutts, and uh, who's the worst UFC fighter. Girl, you need some vitamin D. You need to get out in the sun. You need to start living, girl. Them just dark art questions. You feel me? But, uh, yeah, shout out to the, the fans for making that show. I'm really excited about that one. Speaking of food trucks, you got your boy Max Holloway on today. We are supposed to do it last Friday, but um, the weather wasn't cooperating. And I think he's going from us to Rogan. So Texas is a shit show right now as far as uh, water and power, kind of central. So um, I don't know. He had to push everything. Pushing everything. We uh, Our food trucks like, oh, we can't do Monday. I don't think we've ever had a cancel the night before, ever, ever on a food truck. So uh, we sent out the bat signal, and we got a bunch of food trucks like, we'll do it. So we lined up Ronnie's Chicken. So, again, your boy's on a diet. Refuse to cheat, even with Max Holloway. Not doing it. I used to diet and then cheat on the food truck. But that, sometimes that's twice a week. Sometimes it's, you know, every other week. It's you can't, I can't cheat that much. So this, uh, this Ronnie's uh, Chicken, I'll be able to just eat the chicken. Won't eat the skin. I'll be able to eat the chicken. No skin? No skin. Too much Too much fat. Too much calories. Oh, fried man. chicken? Come on, son. Oh, I didn't know it was fried chicken. I thought oh, it was just regular on. skin. Ronnie's kicking chicken? <laughs> Ronnie? It's not Healthy Dave's kicking chicken. It's Ronnie, baby. It's, Ronnie's, it's yeah. Ronnie. There it is. Comfort food. I don't need comfort food. Oh, right damn. Now. That's okay. That's, I'm in uncomfortable food right now. That's definitely fried. That's good fried, though. Yep. 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 Oh, well. Trying to get those cheeks bigger. Jump on in, Chen. <laughs> Jump oh, damn, on those Jesus are blackened. I could eat the blackened, maybe. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Yeah. But it'll be fun. Excited for Max Holloway. Hell yeah. Yeah, we have some good ones going on. Max Holloway, line up Ben Askren. Oh, Askren? Yep. Sweet. Yep, yep, yep. Everyone wants to be on food truck. Everybody wants to be on food Everybody. truck. Uh, but yeah, Derek Lewis, I owe you tank gas in that small Lamborghini. Twerk around in uh, gas and barbecue on me next time I'm in Houston, sir. Here's the thing about that, too, is Curtis Blades looked fucking fantastic. His footwork, he looked so goddamn athletic, he looked control. You know, Rashad Evans had mentioned earlier, I saw a clip of him talking about, he, he, he knows wrestling, especially the transition from striking to wrestling. That's what separates the greats from the, the goods. I'm not saying Curtis Blades isn't great, he's going to get there, but you, there's a, there's a, there's a, almost a hiccup between his striking to wrestling, you know? So he's either striking or he's wrestling, but to combine the two is a different story. When he combines those, he'll be unstoppable. He'll probably be your champ in, I'd say in the next two years, once he figures that out, I'm sure he's going to work on that. But when he's, he just hasn't made that fluid, smooth transition from striking wrestling. It's just not there yet, but he's so goddamn good. So goddamn powerful. He's getting everybody and their mama down. Um, so once he mixes those up where guys don't know if he's striking or punching, now we got some, now we're cooking with gas. He'll figure it out. He's only, I think 30. He's an absolute monster. That knockout was bad, bad, mm -hmm. bad. That uppercut, he was out on, 
in on impact. And then after that, the the two extra shots he got in, you know, Derek Lewis said that's on Herb Dean. I'm with him. Herb, you got, you got to get in there. You, you got to get in there. Easier said than done, but still, get in there, dude. Put get some fucking Nikes on, some Prestos or some shit with good grip, and fucking start working on your sprint work, my man. You got to get in there, especially when you're dealing with Derek Lewis. One hit knocks Curtis Blades out, man. When you're talking about three, four, five, uh-uh. This ain't little boys. This is the black beast, man. So big win for Derek Lewis. Wasn't looking great for him that first round either. I was like, oh, he's getting picked apart, man. He starts getting taken out. He's going to get gas. He's screwed. But show enough, I'm talking about Derek Lewis. He's really, you know, he's not a martial artist. He's a guy, uh, he, he's almost a throwback guy. He's a throwback guy. He could, you know, the Tank Abbott days, but way better. You know, he's a guy who... I don't think would uh, call himself a martial artist. He's just a straight-up fighter, man. Great hand speed. God-given power. If it lands, you know, you're getting fucked up. He'll throw a head kick, shows athleticism. He'll throw a, you know, a, a fucking jumping knee or something like that, but you're not getting takedowns, not really throwing jabs. But all he's waiting for is that giant right hand. And boy, when that lands, it lands. It's such a shame the fight between him and Francis Gano didn't come to fruition and give us what we were all hoping for possibly the worst fight in ufc history that and brent Schaub versus Orlovsky. there's a few bad fights and that they just he said he had a back problem neither guy want to pull the trigger and you just got a fucking terrible fight i guess francis won that fight i guess we'll say that uh so Derek lewis i assume takes curtis blade's spot as the number two guy in the division but he's in a dicey spot because there's nowhere to go but fight down. Because you got John Jones coming. They guaranteed John Jones the winner of uh, Stipe and John. Francis. Oh, sorry. So, um, you know, if I'm Derek, do, do you wait it out? By wait it out, I mean take the year off because let's say Francis in this crazy MMA world knocks Stipe out. We're going to get Francis versus John Jones, but that's not going to happen until. Let's see if I so John versus the winner of that, you're probably not getting till shit late third quarter 2021. You know, so for Derek to fight the winner of that, you know, you're gonna have to to wait to end of uh 2021 or beginning of 2022. He wants to be active, I'm sure. He wants to get that those fat paychecks. So, you know, he there's only one way for him to go and it's down as far as the next opponents. So you look at the heavyweight division. I know he called out Alistair Overeem. How dare you? How You know he's not fit to do that. You know he's not ready for that. And he just lost, dude, and just got starched. So they're not going to give you that. Derek, you're going to get the winner of Rosenstruck and uh, home, and what? Gone, Cyril Gone. Cyril Gone. You're going to get the winner of that. Rosenstruck. What's his name? Baboy? Da boy? Da boy? No, what's his name? name? Rosenstrike? Big, big boy? What is it? Biggie boy? Biggie boy. Biggie boy. Biggie boy. down by the beach. Boy. Biggie boy. That's right. Great fucking nickname. Uh, that's a tough fight to call, man. I, Rosenstru- Rosenstruck at three. I, 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 again, I'm, I'm not completely sold on him yet. Cyril Gahn is a bad mamma jamma. <clears throat> Definitely more athletic than Rosenstruck. I'd say Rosenstruck has more power there. Wouldn't be surprised if Gahn wins that fight. What's the odds on that, Chin? Your boy's on a roll. B-Shot picks. Fuck Nick picks. I lost a ton of money, Nick, and so did Theo. I meant to tell you that the other day. Cyril's favorite, minus minus 278. Oh, so he's the favorite. I figured Mm -hmm. they'd have uh, Rosenstruck the favorite. Yeah, I I favor uh, uh, Gone in that. 
You look at Rosenstruck, nothing's really blown me away. Who's his last fight? I didn't think he was going to win either. Let's take a look. Yeah, even his last fight, I didn't think he was going to. Siragon is just a specimen, just a freak athletic. Drains with uh, Francis, right? Mm-hmm. Junior. Oh, Junior Dos Santos. That's where uh, Junior, like, his head could, couldn't look bigger. And he turned his back and, and then was mad that he yep. turned his back and got stopped the fight. So he lost to Francis. Francis basically did the Bart Simpson at him. And then uh, so he beat, he beat Overeem uh, in that one. He, you know, he, he was losing every second of that fight mm-hmm. except for the, the last two seconds that he actually ended up catching him. So, you know, his best win would probably be, uh, besides JDS, would be Andre Arlovsky. To put him at three? Jesus Christ, UFC rankings. Chill out. Yeah, I think uh, you're gonna have, uh, your boy Gon jump up in there. I think he beats him, and then Gon would jump up at three, and then you'll have Derek Lewis at two, Curtis Blades at four. So you would have, uh, in a hypothetical world, Cyril Gon versus uh, Derek Lewis. Sign me the fuck up. Great fight. Great fight, man. Great fight. The the card was solid. Solid card. A lot of decisions. Your boy Tom Aspinall uh, passed like the test. Yeah, there, there comes a time when these uh, you know these young lion contenders you got to pass certain tests, and it's these vets. And Andre Arlovsky takes out those young lions, and the UFC hates it. Um, and there was a different story with Tom. The first round, you know, it looked all right. You know, you, you know, could have went either way. Arlovsky probably landed the bigger shots in the first round. Second round, uh, Tom had a great uh, double leg, blast double, uh, got him to the ground. For Orlowski, a vet that he is, to give his back and his neck like that was a little strange, but who knows? Who knows? And then Tom, uh, they asked him who he wanted. He said he wanted the winner of uh, Dukakis and Olenek. I guess, Tom. I, I think Tom's approach is slow down, which is smart in hindsight. He's like, slow down. I'll take the winner of that. Like, oh, you don't want – and it, it's so weird with the commentators how they, they force these guys to call people out now. Just the games changed so much than when I was fighting. Like certain guys would do it or guys just, you know, I'm leaving up to my manager, stuff like that. Yeah, the business approach. Now it's like we have to – you have to call somebody out. You absolutely have to call somebody out. Dukakis was great. He's like, you know, if, whatever they want to do, you know, we'll see where I'm ranked. And Bisming's like, yeah, but you got to come on. Kept pushing him. He's like, all right, Stipe, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so you got firefighter versus Dukakis is a cop, I think. So you got firefighter versus cop. Um, that could be fun. Obviously not getting Stipe, so it was a fun call out. Clearly not happening. How about homeboy uh, who entered the octagon and then his opponent couldn't make it happen? Chess Kelly. Chaz Kelly. That's got to be a Skelly. Skelly, yeah. yeah. Such a bummer. Yeah. Such a bummer. I think they should give him his, off clearly, his show money, and then like 20% of the win bonus. Not the full, because he didn't win the fight. But he, he cut the weight, warmed up, his feet hit the octagon mat. You got to give him something for that. How was that adrenaline dump? Like, if you're going to oh, be in there. Be so I know, you can't like sleep, I'm sure. Listen, I've had some fights I did not want to do it. I would have... Prayed to God my opponent wouldn't come out. Mm. I'd be like, oh, dear God, thank God. We can do this another date. So everyone's like, oh, don't worry. They'll just uh, rebook it. And he's like, dude, I lost all this weight. I went through camp. I cut weight. I, you know, I can't go. They can't just schedule us on the next card. Like, my body's going to be fucked. I want to do it the right way. 
So we'll see what they do with them, man. Fun night of fights, though. Solid night of fights, I should say. Um, just looking at the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the co-main event, uh, Vieira versus Yana. Uh, that could have went either way. That could have went either way, depending on uh, your bias as a judge. That could have went either way. Charles uh, Charles Rosa and uh, Derek Miner. That was a fun fight. Miner just once one step ahead of everything Charles was doing. Fun grappling uh, contest. Takakis, you know, uh, I wasn't mad at the stoppage. I know Olenek was, but I wasn't mad at it. Fun night of fights, man. Then you also had uh, after that, if you got done with the main event and you went to Showtime, um, you would have saw. I mean, right when they were walking out, it's perfect timing. Adrian Broner was fighting. You know, the the thing with uh, Broner and Santiago is um, I thought Santiago won the fight. I did. I, I thought his, his body work uh, won him enough rounds to get it done. One judge, I think, had it 117 to 111 for Broner, which is just, I don't get it. It's the, it's the problem with boxing. It's so, the roots are so deep in corruption. You know, I would never bet on it. I would never bet on boxing ever, ever, ever. Ever, 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 ever. 117, 110. 115, 112. All right, 116, 111. 116, 111, 117, 110. What, you, who, what the fuck were you watching? What were you watching? Uh, the commentating team uh, definitely missing the spark from Polly Malinaji. I miss Polly being on there. Mm-hmm. I hope he comes back. I, I don't know, you know what the deal is with that, but he's one of the best. He's hands down. I don't care what your opinions on him. I know MMA crowd doesn't like him. I get it. The Connor stuff, cool, great, grand. Now, as far as straight up uh, nuts and bolts when it comes to commentating, he's one of the probably top three. Probably top three. I'm surprised he hasn't been hired by somebody else yet. And him not being hired by somebody else gives me hope that Showtime because I want him part of the Showtime family. But we'll see. We will see. And I, I think most, you know, uh, Abner, who's uh, filled in for uh, Paulie's great too. He he's good. It's just you're talking. Paulie is fucking good, man, and he brings character to it and color to it. And he's he's just he's good, man. He's really really good. And Abner was I like his honesty. He was like, ah. and he was a, a Adrian Broner fan. I feel like he was the only guy on the commentating team actually rooting for Adrian Broner, and he kept giving Broner the benefit of the doubt and was like. You know, even this fight, I you know, I would probably give it to Santiago. Like, I, I didn't think Broner won this fight. Um, it's, the, the thing with Broner is just not active. You know, he, he, some rounds he throws 10 punches. You know, he's just not the old Broner that was a four-division champion, one of the youngest to ever do it. You know, it's him, Oscar De La Hoya, the Golden Boy, uh, Canelo, and Floyd Mayweather. He's, you know, he's he's on that Mount Rushmore there with those boys for the youngest to hold four belts. It's unbelievable, man. And that was only, I think, six years ago. You know, he also has his legal troubles. He said, I went into the fight with $13 in my pocket, and I'm leaving with $13 million. He's like, so things are going to change. Crazy. It's just something. something's going on there. He, he's back with his old trainer. Um, ho- hopefully he gets a good fight next. Fun fight to watch. It's it's tough to go, and I do you know I enjoy boxing and MMA, but after you see what fucking Derek did to Curtis Blades, man, and you watch that for twelve rounds, and a guy gets robbed, you're like Jesus Christ, man. 
Jesus Christ. At least you got the, in the UFC world, things are booming. Things are booming. You got the heavyweight. It's a great card this weekend. And then can we just fast forward to May, or March 6th, for God's sakes, for that pay-per-view? Probably the greatest pay-per-view we've had in, I don't know, five years. That pay-per-view is fucking spectacular. It is so goddamn good. That card is so goddamn thick with title shots and big names. Oh, my God, it's good, man. If you don't buy this pay-per-view and you illegally stream it, you just ain't a fan. They, they, I mean, what, what more can they do for your money? What more can they fucking do, man? This card is stacked, son. I had a dream as he lost the fight, which is weird. Jan's always a dog, always a dog. Still looking for the card, aren't you? Can't just type in UFC 59. I did, but then it showed... um. Amanda Nunes and Megan Anderson. So I got They're on confused. there. I know. Yeah, Jan Izzy main event. Amanda Nunes, Megan Anderson, which to me is a compelling fight. You got Peter uh, Jan and Aljamain Sterling. Sterling, and then you got Rakic versus Santos. Great fucking fight. Uh, and then for the prelims on ESPN and ESPN Plus, you got Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny. Um, yeah, Yadong versus Phillips. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. That light heavyweight fight's fantastic, too, on the prelims. Sean Brady, Jake Matthews. It's a great card, man. Fuck, it's good. And I don't think that's the whole card because clearly they don't do four fights. Well, maybe is it, go to UFC.com, Chin. Well, I mean, who, who goes to Wikipedia for fights, huh? UFC doesn't show all the fights sometimes. Uh, for the big cards, they do. We shall see. Wikipedia have, like, you know. Wikipedia's Tank more. Abbott, Kimbo Slice, co-main event. It's the Wild West, dude. I'm sure they got their shit together for this one. All yeah, right. look at that. Here's the main card. Jan, Izzy, Megan, Jan, Sterling, Thiago. Mm-hmm. So it's four fights because there's three title fights because if those three title fights all went to decision, you got a lot of fighting on your plate. That's what they show for the prelims. Interesting. Early prelims. Yeah, there's not as many fights because there's three title fights. And I'm all here for it. Yeah, Sean Brady versus Jake Matthews, a fantastic fight. Kennedy versus Carlos Olberg, great fight. They do that again. All of them are good, man. Fuck yes. I can't wait. We got two weeks, and I'm not on the road either. Hell yeah. Hey, let's take another break. Maybe you're starving like I am because you're on a diet, or maybe you just... Maybe you didn't have time to go to the store. Thank God for a company like DoorDash, all right? And maybe you were maybe you're at the store hustling and bustling because you got kids and you had to rush home and you forgot something. Well, guess what? Now you can get snacks, drinks, household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. Dinner, I got you covered. Deodorant, got you covered. Morning pick me up from Dunkin', a little coffee there, Starbucks. Why not get it done with DoorDash? You want Chinese pizza? Somebody craving Froyo, your thick-ass friend wants some Froyo, cool, man. There's something for everyone on DoorDash, all right? New year, same couch. Resolutions are here, but this year they might look a little different. Let DoorDash focus on dinner so you can focus on resolutions that matter. DoorDash connects you with restaurants you love right now, right to your door, all right? You get groceries. It's freaking easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want it, and your items will be safely left outside your door, 
All right, delivery drop-off setting so you don't have to contact anybody. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory. We got you covered. For a limited time, you guys get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, enter the code BTB. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, enter the code BTB. Don't forget, that's code BTB, 25% off in your first order, subject to change terms apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the Kratom Experts at Super Speciosa. That's right. We talk about Kratom, baby. We talk about Kratom. I use it all the time. Chin's on it right now. I'm on it right now. We love Kratom. We shot it from the rooftops. Here's the thing. You got to be able to trust your Kratom supplier. You got to be able to trust the company you get it from. That's why Super Speciosa is here. And if you've never heard of Kratom, it's a herbal supplement, kind of like CBD, but instead of coming from a cannabis plant, it's from something close to a coffee tree. People use Kratom every day, chin. All right? Relief from occasional pains, energy support, get your mind right, focus. All right, man, stress, we got you covered, man. And Super Speciosa Keeps their Kratom the way nature intended, unadulterated and pure. That's what you want. It's the Wild West out there. Not with Super Speciosa. You know exactly what you're getting in those little pills, baby. Or powders. Jim might sniff it. I don't know. I don't recommend that. I take pill form. Plus, they're offering you guys 20% off. Want to Always want to try Kratom, but you don't know who to trust? Trust your thick friend here who takes Kratom like it's candy. Go to superleaf.com slash BTB. That's getsuperleaf.com, L-E-A-F.com slash BTB. Enter the promo code BTB for 20% off. That's getsuperleaf.com slash BTB, promo code BTB. All right, Jim, what do you got? We'll get to this one in a bit, but okay, so Lil Wayne, he went on his Twitter after the Black Beast knocked out Curtis Blades, and this is what he was saying. This made the news for some reason. Fucking Black Beast. That man said that's Herb Dean's fault. Man Slime is... Man Slime... I have no idea what's going on. Man Slime is still unconscious as I write this. Bro, I've been telling you about D-Lewis since back back. Man, Dana, I told you I got to see that man live, bro. (laughs) I think that was Uh, it. All right. Cool. So he's getting love from Lil Weezy. Uh, I like that he... Man, I've been telling you to watch this guy... Uh, are you talking about the number four guy in the world? Yeah, we're aware of him. The entire fan base is aware of him. You're talking about the guy who has the biggest social media platform besides Connor? Yeah, we're we're familiar with him. Yep. Thank you, little Wayne. Um, okay, let's just do this one. So Hamza Shmaev, you know he's dealing with the COVID nineteen symptoms. I mean the aftermath of it. Uh-huh. So UFC's flying him to Vegas to have, have their medical doctors look at him. And because he's out of that fight, Bilal Muhammad is replacing Shemaev to face Leon Edwards. Poor Leon. Poor Leon Edwards. I mean, this can, I know. Because what's going on, man? What's going on at 170? It's just strange, right? Because mm-hmm. Dana said he wanted Colby versus Leon. And for some reason, they didn't do that. And Bilal Muhammad decides to step up and take the fight. For Leon Edwards, like, dude, I'm just trying to fucking fight. You know, he hasn't fought in a hot second. So what does UFC have up their sleeve that they're pulling Colby from this? They're doing all this, you know, there's now they're saying you're not going to get Masvidal versus Usman. Usman said that's not happening. It just makes you wonder, like, what is bigger for Usman than a Masvidal rematch with a full camp? I don't know. Who's out there? Is Diaz going to throw a wrench, wrench into all this? 
Is he going to come out and you just give him a title shot? I don't know. I have no clue. But great fight. Is Usman going to move up to middleweight? There's something going on because mm. they're not announcing. There's no clarity. There's something going on. Okay. Um, Andre Olofsky posted on his Instagram, and uh, this is his reaction. I'm sad. As, why did you put all hashtags? That's why I wanted you to look at it, because I don't get why he's yeah. in this many older. hashtags. This is an older thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, hashtag sad as hashtag fuck. Felt hashtag great before the hashtag fight. <laughs> I hashtag had great hashtag camp, but hashtag shit happens. Got a hashtag problem with my hashtag foot after the first round. Was caught with a hashtag choke. <laughs> I'm so hashtag sorry for my hashtag family, hashtag friends, hashtag fans, and hashtag coaches. Sorry, my hashtag management, hashtag team, <laughs> at first round management. If I had a chance, hashtag I'll be, sorry, I'll hashtag be, hashtag back. Sneak peek, coming back soon. Oh, yeah, Reebok, so. Red Slides, new and exclusive at UFC store. He said he had a foot injury, and then he just put the slides next to the, his jacked up foot. Yeah, his foot looks pretty fucked up. Yeah. Throwing a kick. And there's a bunch of hashtag in uh, Russian. I know. <laughs> That's funny, though. Oh, his feet look awful. They do. Hopefully he's all right, man. One of the goats. All right. I saw this in the news that Anthony Joshua is now the UK's first over $100 million boxer. Yeah. And I, I, I saw an article similar to this. You know, if he were to do the Fury fight and depending on what he does after that fight, they think he'll be uh, right there with Mayweather. Oof. Damn. So, Rusi filed accounts for Anthony Joshua's Sparta promotions. The heavyweight champion has officially become the country's first 100 million pound boxer. Euro. Joshua's business uh, assets grew by over 60 million. Of which was netted from fights between February 2019 to 2020 alone, bringing their value to a massive 109 mil. And there it is, 132. 132 million. million. Wonder, wonder how much he gets out of that. Yeah, that's the that's the question. I mean, either way, rich, 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 rich. Good for him. Yeah. UFC has a multi-year relationship partnership with TikTok, trying to get the young audience. Mm-hmm. And I guess they started with the uh, last week or last weekend's fights. Derek they got like fighters players. doing TikTok dances and shit. I checked challenges. out their I checked out their thing. How is it? It's just like yeah, little snippets. They say they want to bring live streaming stuff that you know that you don't if you're not actually at that event, you're missing out on. They want to have that kind of content. You know what Instagram and Twitter's for? I mean, I get, you know, TikTok's booming, but yeah. is that what that's for? But this is what I saw. I mean, Good I've seen them. pretty much I mean, listen, they they're doing it right. TikTok's popping. It is. No reason not to be on there. Are you still on there? Yep. Okay. I think. Bring up my TikTok. <laughs> if someone helped me with it, I just tell them what to post. I, I just at thirty-seven, I'll be thirty-eight in a few weeks. I guess that is. You're verified. The well, last one was from then. What'd you say? The last one was from. What is this date? But when? Uh, what you call it? Eric Griffin was on oh, wow. King of the Sting. All right. Well, so it's not really. Okay. I haven't been doing too much of it. <laughs> no. All right. What can you do? What can you do? All right. Um, this is just a funny thing that Jorge Masvidal called Brett Okamoto a fake ESPN reporter. Jorge Masvidal did? Yeah, because he, report, he did this 
When Wonderful. ESPN used their fake MMA report to report on a guy with a personality disorder, hashtag free Marty. There's a new Mr. 305 corner, Kamara Usman. You don't run anything in Miami if you're getting beat up like that. No city wants a loser. Miami is mine. I run Miami. So, yes, he has to leave his house to come fight in my arena in Miami. Um, and Jorge's mad that uh, Brett just posted this article. Oh, on just it. him saying there's a new Mr. 305, according to Kamara Usman. So he's not saying it himself. He's just posting what Kamara Usman said. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I, you know, you can see why some of the fighters get mad at the reporters. I mean, you know, Brett has a tough job. He's, he's kind of like, uh, you know, he's Dana White's kind of pet, you know? <laughs> he is. He's the guy who gets the news. He's the guy that if Dana wants to break news, he goes to him. Always go through him, not Ariel. Yeah. Never Ariel. Mm-hmm. Ariel ain't giving, uh, Ariel ain't never breaking news again no. as long as he's on ESPN. Um, just, you know, his bad blood with Dana he used to be that guy. Now Brett's that guy. And Brett has to walk a fine line because you, you, you piss the boss man off. You're going to stop getting those stories. They're going to give it to Megan O'Leary or some shit. I, I don't know who they give it to. They're going to give it to, you know, Stephen A. Smith moving forward. So, you know, Brett has a tough job. Yeah, God, I mean, you would not want that. We got to be careful of everything you're going to say. Otherwise, you know, you're going to lose out on interviews and access and shit. It's, mm-hmm. you know. And everything's a, 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 you know, a softball to Dana during the questions. Like yeah. you can't criticize. I mean, you can't criticize. Of course not. That's why your boys over here. I would not make it over there. I would be put in the basement like Milton from Office Space. I would not make it at ESPN. You did do it though for a little while, right? Uh, not like they did. I was uh, never contracted by ESPN. They would. Uh, like if there's big fights like Kane versus Verdum, I was on Sports Center breaking it down with like Man. Jay Crawford, the good days. Wow. When ESPN was real big and not so woke. Uh, some would say the better days. Oh, so it, it was fun, but it was it, I'm just not I'm just not I'm fortunate where I'm not in a position I would never like if they call me like, Hey, we need you to fly to Bristol to break down, you know, Francis and Stipe, I ain't flying to Bristol, yeah. homeboy. You know? And you're gonna give me two minutes to break it down with a guy who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I just don't have any interest in that. I think it's more for people on the, on the come up that would actually fly down there and do that. Uh, stuff. Not even the come up. I think it's a lot of people who are just ESPN suits. They just have like to they, that's, you know, when you were fighting, um, cause it, I'm sure like Jorge is just upset when he hears something negative about him when you're fighting and someone actually said they picked the other person over you, would you get pissed off at them? Yes. It'll be a huge thing then. Yeah, like I remember, I forget his name, long hair, British dude, Davies. Oh, Gareth Davies. Gareth Davies, who's uh, from the UK. When I was fighting Mitrione, he picked Mitrione. He actually said to my face during the (laughs) pre-interview, he's like, I do have Matt Niss. I'm like, what? So that, yeah. That's a tough one though, right? If you you want to give picks, but then it has nothing to do with not liking you as a person or anything. I know. I I even hate Ben against Curtis Blades and then posting it. I hate that the fighters think I'm, it's not that I'm rooting against them. I'm just, I'm an opportunist. I want to make some money. And you're, you're four to one, the guy is fucking, you know, big hot balls. And he's from Houston. He hits like a Mack truck. It's like, I'm going to toss a little change on him. Not because I don't like Curtis Blades and stuff for me. Cause Curtis Blades trains with my old team. Yeah. And you know, they see that and they talk shit. I'm like, all right, dude, you, you know, it sucks. There's just no way to do it then. Right. They're going to, if be you're going to make picks, you're going to piss yeah. people off. And the, the best fighters and the best athletes in the world are sensitive. Yeah. They are because they care. Of course. The best comics, the best athletes, the best 
uh, entertainers are sensitive because they actually give a fuck about their craft. So they're going to be sensitive. Yeah. Think about Michael, the most, you know, dominating dude on the planet as far as basketball goes, Michael Jordan. The grudges he would hold are insane, dude. Insane. So I'm sure with with uh, Mazadal, yeah, man, the shit pisses him off. Especially Miami, that's his thing. <laughs> but he's just saying that Kamaro's saying it, not him. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Brett's post. Like, yeah. it's just Brett being like, "Hey, in this interview I did with Kamaro, Kamaro said this." Yeah, and then Mazadal took his anger out on Brett, which you probably shouldn't. Brett's a Denver guy too. Wow, I like Brett. Yeah, <laughs> he breaks news from his room or his apartment most of the time. Yep, good dude. He's a Denver guy. And you need those guys, like those straight-up journalists. Like Ariel and Brett are straight-up journalists, man. Yeah. Straight-up journalists. Can't have every slap dick and salad CT breaking news and doing shows. You need legit journalists. All sports have it. Mm-hmm. All righty. Um, good news. Kevin Lee is finally back to training after double knee surgery. God damn. Yeah. It's good on him, though. Do you get uh, is that tattoo on the back of his head and neck for real? Let's see if they show a picture of his back. Can't really tell, huh? I mean, it looked legit at first. Oh yeah, it's right there. But the page is not loading. Here we go. Yeah, that shit's dope. What's what's that? What's that? Thing? What's the what's the cup say? Celebrate, Celebrate the, the small, small victories. Ah. Uh, do you also have a uh, thing hanging off your wall that says live? Pray, eat. Do we need that? Do you think we need that, Kevin? Do you need that to get motivated? You have a fucking Spartan tattoo on the back of your head and neck. And there's flames coming through your fucking neck. Do we need a cup that says appreciate the small things? Do you need to see that every morning, Kevin, to get motivated? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe. Love, eat, pray, whatever the fuck. Every white girl in college had that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Do you need a reminder to, to live life at till its fullest? Sometimes it helps. Every now and then. I'm just a different dude. I know. If I have to buy a coffee mug for motivation, things are not going well. Did you ever do vision boards and, and nope. kind of stuff? <laughs> nope. Nuh-uh. Hard pass. Never did it. All right. Nope. A vision board. Or even, did you visualize stuff? Like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to do this. Nope. Uh-uh. I just, just do, do I just do the work. Okay, that's I good. just do the work. I don't care what people say online. I don't care what my family says, friends say. I know what I want. I'm just going to do whatever it takes to get there. Gotcha. But yeah, there's no vision board or, <laughs> or when I walk in my house saying like, you can do it, you know, or like this diet, I don't have like motivational fucking post-its all over the cabinets and shit. Like, don't touch that. You know, I wrote 272 on my hand to remind me how fat I am. <laughs> so like, you know what? I do have a vision hand. How about that? Yeah. But then once you're down nine pounds, it's like I, I stopped writing 272 on there. Seven pounds in seven days and nine pounds took a little longer. Yeah, well, I haven't weighed myself in five days, so I don't know what I'm at now. Wow. Well, good job. I guess, man. Got a long ways to go. <laughs> Remember? 272 to 240, 32 pounds. When's the last time you've been 240? When I was fighting. Okay, that's well. Sign up at New Gym, member of Zoo Gym. Oh, yeah, Zoo Culture. Yep. Cool. Do you remember Julian, Julian Marquez, the Miley Cyrus guy? Yeah, I remember him. It was last week. <laughs> okay, relax, dude. I'm just saying, I remember him. All right, so Julian Marquez, uh, he says there's something going on behind the scenes, and then that girl, Kendra Lust, the, the porn star or adult star, who also watches the show, 
Uh, she said that he didn't blow it. Uh, it made her only more interested. And then he's saying there actually, there actually is something going on behind the scenes with Miley because of the way he handled it. Well, yeah. everyone else is telling him he blew it. Yeah, I think he blew it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. I hope it works out. Wouldn't it be dope if like in four weeks he posts like, meet my new girl, you know? Came in like a wrecking ball, and it's her just like him and her chilling in Calabasas, some shit like that. Mm. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, Brian Caraway, Misha Tate's ex. Apparently, he has uh, f- multiple felony charges because of something to do with her ATV. Oh, I read this story. You did, right? So, so he, he reported he, it. He reported the, so according to the investigation, Caraway reported theft of a 2015. Uh, uh, RZR all-terrain vehicle from his property in Richland in December 2018. He bought a policy f- for it from Geico on December <laughs> 21st, Geico, <laughs> and filed the claim on December 24th. He told Geico that he bought the vehicle, including helmets, battery charger, and spare tire for eighteen five. provided a title showing his ex-girlfriend gifted it to him in January 2018. Mm-hmm. The this where it gets dicey. The investigation showed evidence that Caraway forged the title that the vehicle was not in fact stolen, but was owned and in possession of his ex girlfriend Misha Tate. Caraway withdrew the claim, and Geico referred the case to uh, required by state law. So he took the claim. So he thought it was no. Just to be clear, did, it slow, he reported it stolen. stolen. Then when he realized that Misha had it, he pulled the claim back. I think he he knew she had it the entire time, but he just wanted to pretend like it was gone. It was stolen. Oh, and then that. he just used her. He forged his name as the person that owned it too, but then just took the insurance money. But then they realized, wait, after investigation, it's still there with her name, her actual Ooh, name. That's tough. That's tough. You have a friend who's into the dark world, and uh, I, I say the same thing. I'm going to say the same thing to Brian Caraway. There are so much smarter people. I'm not saying Brian's dumb or my friend's dumb who does crime. All I'm saying is there's there's people that pay get paid a salary that work for the government who are so smart and have access to way more things than you do. Do you really think you're going to get away with it? Come on, dude. And Misha Tate's a pretty big name. I mean, yeah, this is, random it's, it's not like some random thing. Yeah. That, you know, it's just, you know, probably didn't think it through. Probably didn't talk to anybody. If he did talk to his friends like this, is what I'm doing, like, hell yeah, that's brilliant. Probably don't be friends with them anymore. Definitely don't ask them for advice on life, you know? And probably hard times right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was actually 2018. All right. Dana White lost a million bucks on a on boxing match. What bot? Jermaine Taylor. Oh, back in the day? And Ke- Kelly Pavlik. Oh, gee. Well, I mean, this. Okay. Thanks, Dana. Did, did you bet on any <laughs> current fights? Jermaine Taylor versus Pavlov? Or uh, Pavlik. Pavlik? That's the first time you bet that much money, too, I guess, on a simple fight. But he bets all the time. Scroll up. Up it this way? It says the UFC president once pulled uh, all MMA events from the Palms in Las Vegas after the casino reduced his gambling credit by 50%. You knew that story. They reconciled a few years later, and White was awarded his own unspeeded blackjack championship belt. Joe Rogan blames White's addiction on CT. You're better than that, Rogan. Uh, he put, I always gamble uh, on every sport that I'm interested in, on every game on Saturday. If I want to know what the line is, if it's college or pros, Always look at the line on fights. I play table games too much. I'm a degenerate. If you're not getting get, if you're not getting it, I'm a degenerate. Yes, I love to gamble. Things got so bad at one point. White lost one million on a boxing match between Jermaine Taylor and Kelly Pavlik. Bad intentions uh, closed as an eight to five favorite, but ended up getting starched by the middleweight ghost. 
Yeah, Kevy Pap Kelly Pavlik was a fucking monster. Pretty sure he's from Ohio. I had his affliction shirt. Shout out to Kelly. Did you really? Shout out to Kevy Pavlik. Um Yeah, we can't try this up C T. Breaking news. Rich guy likes to gamble. Okay. You're crazy. You don't think Dana White's laid down some bets on UFC fighters? Last time, I mean, when that uh, Jermaine Taylor killed you, Pavlik. Was- I just looked it up. They fought twice, I think once in 2018, then in 2020. Something like that. Yeah, but there's no way uh, Taylor was an eight to five favorite in 2020. 20? Are you sure they fought in 2020? Well, I saw a video of it, so maybe I was just a. There's replay. no way. There's no way. Because Pavlik retired a hot second ago. Let's see. Never mind. <laughs> That's a long hot second ago. Thank God, I July twelfth, two thousand eight, guys. Twenty twelve. Hey, two th- hey, 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 two thousand eight. Just th- thought they found twenty twenty. So there's that. They uploaded a video of twenty twenty. That's insane. So and the two first fight 20- was in two thousand seven. Fourteen years ago, Dana lost a bet. Breaking news. It's a tough news week, man. Fourteen years ago, Dana made a bet and lost. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he's okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> what's he going to do with his $400 million? Be very careful here. Um, check it out, dude. George St. Pierre is going to return to Marvel on the Disney Plus app, though. That same character he played in that. Winter Soldier? There you the go. Falcon? Winter Soldier. Oh, the Captain America Winter Soldier? Mm-hmm. My boy Frank Grillo is also in that. Casting is dead on as the hero of the comic book. Uh, martial arts master who speaks, speaks French. French. That's cool. Good on him. So I doubt he's going to be fighting now. I bet he still fights. What else you got, Jen? All right. Let me see. Jen's laughing because you know it's true. Check this out. Holly Holm versus Juliana Pena. Ooh, yeah. that's a fun fight. Verbally agreed for UFC Fight Night May 8th. That's a main event all the, all the way around. For sure. Women's main event. Julia Pena with the mama strength now. Mama beer. Mm-hmm. It's a great fight. Um, all right. There's really not too much stuff, but there's good news here. Dan Hooker finally returned to New Zealand after like 41 days of being being away from his family. Jesus Christ. So this is on February 20th. Is it like worth Saturday. it, Dan? And he just gets starts in like 20 seconds. I know. That's got to be the one of the worst. The worst. Yeah. You FaceTime your fucking kid at left and right. God, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Such a bummer. Man, COVID things are lightening up here in California. Cases have you know fallen like crazy. The traffic. I was late today. I haven't been late in a hot second. The trap. That's how you know things are getting back to normal. Traffic is back. That 405, the 101, the 10, getting dicey. <laughs> things are opening back up, man. I think I saw something too. Like either the UK or somewhere is going to be open up. They said it should be back to normal by summer. Like actually back to normal. Yeah, we're supposed to be damn near completely back by April. Wowzers. That's from the experts at John Hopkins. Thank the Lord. All right, just the fights, but you kind of went over them already. Uh, yeah. there's, our, there's a few other ones here too, though. The Krilov fight's fantastic. Montana, Montana, De La Rosa is training with my boy Leister and the rest of the guys in uh, Denver are definitely going for them. Pedro Munoz, Jimmy Rivera, this is a rescheduled fight. They're actually part of my uh, parlay that I had. So I'm have to come up with the parlay on the spot right now for DraftKings. Um,. It's going to be a three-man parlay. All three have to win. It boosts the odds. Let's go with game. Want to do this or just here? 
Let's go with gain. Man. Let's go. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Jacoby, I'm a fan of. We could do a Denver thing. I'll go gain, uh, De La Rosa, and Jacoby. And if you uh, do the parlay on three of them, it boosts the odds of them winning, boosts everything. So see how that goes. Gain, De La Rosa, and Jacoby, right? Uh, what's the, let me see Let's the see odds this. on De La Rosa. I'm really only picking her because she trains on my old team. I want to just throw that out there. And if she's like a fucking crazy dog, plus one hundred oh, for Montel De La Rosa. That's a tough one. Jacoby's minus one sixty-seven. <sighs> yeah, my original pick with Pedro Munoz. I might stick with that. I'll keep you guys posted. Okay, Munoz the plus twenty-five. Jim Rivera. Krylov is the dog. That's yeah, a tough fight for him. All right, I'll, I'll blast it out, though. Cool. All right, so that's the UFC. And did you know Canelo's fighting this weekend, too? Canelo's doing the goddamn thing, mm-hmm. huh? On his on DAZN still? Yep. So I don't even know how that works, still. It doesn't make any sense. He sues them and he's still with them. Yeah, I think he's just... Uh, he has to honor maybe the contract, take one more fight. <sighs> yeah, don't know. He's fighting whoever. And here are the odds for him. Minus 1,000. No, that's 10,000. 10, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> plus 1,200. 10,000. Tell you what, I won't be betting on. <laughs> and the zone's also having a Joseph Parker versus Junior. Fight. Oh, our boy, Joseph yeah. Parker, the first guest, guest ever on Below the Belt, the TV show. Yeah. Joseph Parker, one of my faves. It's like at 4 a.m. Eastern, though. It's in, New, in Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. There you go. Love Joseph Parker. That it? That's pretty much it. So fan questions. Fan questions. Fan questions. JJ. Fan. JJ underscore eighty eight obs. Uh, do you see Black Beast becoming a champ anytime in the future? Champ. Um, he has the power to right. He has the knockout power too. His footwork ain't great. You know, his footwork ain't gonna blow you away. So that worries me. Uh, obviously, the the wrestling is a big gap in his whole overall game. Um, it depends who's the champ when when he does get his shot, which he will get because I think they will give him uh, a monster next. If he were to get past that, the only viable route for him would be a title shot. So, you know, Cyril Gain is so athletic, man. His footwork's so fucking good. It'd be a tough matchup for Derek if he were to beat uh, Rosenstruck. Um, I think for Derek, because I do think he'll fight the winner of Rosenstruck and Gain. If Rosenstruck were to win that, um, I think it's a much easier path for him to get a toss shot if he fought Rosenstruck. Uh, I think he would be favored in that fight. I could see him knocking Rosenstruck out. You know, so by the time he gets his toss shot, it just depends who's holding the belt. If it's Francis, okay. I, I do think if they will fight again, it's going to be a different story. I think someone will get finished in that fight. You know, his he has a 50 50 chance in that fight if they if they actually fight like they're supposed to fight. So he could be champ. Yeah, Francis is is the champ. He could be champ. Here's the caveat to that. If Francis were to beat Stipe and Francis gets John Jones, neither one of the boys are beating John Jones. Because so, as far as John Jones takedown game goes, uh he can take both those guys down and finish them via submission or ground and pound. So if John Jones is champ and he holds the title for a while, you're probably never going to see Derek Lewis be champion. Now, if John Jones gets clipped by Francis 
or if Stipe were to, you know, get it done, um, maybe. Derek Lewis, Stipe, I, you know, I like Derek Lewis' chances a little bit there. So for Derek to be champ, it just depends who's holding the belt. If it's John, it's, be, it's probably not. Hmm. If it's Francis or uh, uh, Stipe, yeah, he, he could easily land on those guys easily. I just when you have when you're so one dimensional, it's going to be tough to beat a guy like John Jones. It's just going to be really really tough. All right, I'd like to see Derek Lewis as champion. That'd be fucking fantastic. Possibly one for one time he could do it. You know, who knows? Great career, man. No matter mm-hmm. what, if you're stopped right now, great career. I can't believe how much money he's making. It. I don't know. Did, did they announce his uh, pay? No, but I'm just looking at his, what he owns, his house and his cars and stuff like that. It just seems like he's making a ton. Yeah, or just spending it. There ton. was a while there when he came on Food Truck, the TV show. You know, he was like, yeah, yeah. I was basically done, man. My back fucking hurts. When I lose my, I have to go home. My kids make fun of me. He's like, I fucking, I hate it. It was hilarious. He was like, I hate it. And he was like, I was done. And then UFC called and offered me a truckload of money. I was like, all right, I'll do this. He just has God-given gift in his hands to knock dudes out, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he is uh, probably making a pretty decent living. Okay, um, this is from B. Quaro, and it's more of a fun fact he wants you to discuss. So he says, interesting fun fact for you to talk about, Brendan. In Russia, we pay $40 subscription fee on Fight Pass for one-year one year fights, all cards, including pay-per-view. Goddamn. And in the U.S., you pay around 70 just for one pay-per-view. And then someone underneath him, underscore David F7 underscore, he says he's in Germany, pays $10 a month. Well, goddamn. Well, goddamn. <laughs> uh, that's the UFC just trying to grow the business, I guess. Make money, of course. They're just, yeah, they're just doing the demands, and they're hoping in Russia and in uh, Germany. You know, the, uh, they're obviously doing that for a reason. They probably don't have the footprint like they do in America. Sure. That's all they're doing. Because you can't charge those Russians and German people or in Brazil $70 for one pay-per-view because they're just not going to see it. So it's just them knowing the market, I guess. Mm. Good for you, fucking Russia. I know, lucky. Well, as far as the pay-per-views are. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather live in L.A. and pay $70 per pay-per-view I hear you. than move to Russia to save money on my Fight Pass subscription. True. Good point. All right, this is... Uh, Pros and cons, guys. Pros, cons. Vam Dev. Shout out to Russia, though. Shout out. I heard it's great. I have heard Russia's beautiful. You've been there? No, but I heard it's beautiful. Okay, I've seen, I've seen pictures, pictures too. Jen. Yeah, I've seen pictures. I like I like outdoorsy Google. stuff. So yeah, I yeah. hear you, man. I've seen all the cool pics. Never been very, there. It was very cold though. All right, this is from Vam de Vam Duran. Khabib said a fighter cannot hit pr- hit his prime twice. Uh, in regards to Connor, what are your thoughts? If you can hit your prime twice, no, yeah, no, I'm with Khabib on this. Nope, you only get one shot at it. But but the thing is, everyone. It's not like there's some young blood in the division where it's like, well, this youngster is not even in his prime. Like they're all getting older. They're all you know getting past their primes. Mm. So he's just he's in the perfect flow. If he does want to come back for Connor, it's just motivation. He has all the skills to beat anybody in the world. It's just motivation. So it's not even a prime thing. Like, will we ever see Connor like you fought Eddie Alvarez? No, that's the best to me. That's the best 155 to ever grace the octagon. That night. That caliber of fighter is the best we've ever seen. Um, is he going to get back there? No, dude. The, the, the prime injuries, money, like there's a bunch of factors that go into that Conor McGregor. But it's not like, it's not like Dustin Poirier's young or Khabib's young or Charles Oliveira's young or Michael Chandler's young or Justin Gaethje's young. They're all kind of getting there, you know? They're all 
you know, I don't say they're all past their prime, but they're all, none of them are, you know, young bucks. True that. Speaking of young bucks, um, Sling Blade is asking, when was the last time you saw so many young faces in the heavyweight division? Oh, I know. Heavyweight is popping, baby. There's nothing better when UFC pops, especially at heavyweight. Um, I just, they just, there's just this kind of like cloud over the division. We got to get Steve and Francis to just, once that, once that is complete and we have a straight up winner, then the floodgates open and it, you, uh, heavyweight divisions could be fun as fuck. And then you got John, John jumping Jones, in there. Yeah. What? It's going to be so sick. I know. I'm Cannot wait. Dude, if you're a UFC fan, you should be foaming at the dick. It is fantastic. <laughs> Things we got in the woodworks, the things we got coming up, things going on right now, this weekend, next fucking weekend. It is business is a booming. Is that it? Last one, just about the heavyweight division as well. So Jake Rigney underscore, does Izzy have what it takes to go to heavyweight or is that too much? Great question. I think a lot of those questions will be answered on how he looks against uh, your boy, March 6th on UFC, was it 258? 259. 259, too many numbers. I know. So we'll see how he looks against the the Polish hammer. I think it's going to answer a lot of things against Jan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, if he looks a lot, you know, just a little slower, maybe the timing's not there. If he gets clipped, if he gets taken down, a lot of questions will be answered in that Jan fight. Now, if he just goes in and starches Jan, you know, sky's the limit for the dude as far as being, you know, he beats Jan, and then he goes to heavyweight and beats John. You're talking about the biggest fighter of all time. Yeah. The pound-for-pound pound goat as well, without any debate. Of course. Zero debate. If Here's what's crazy. If Izzy, who's the middleweight king, goes to light heavyweight, beats Jan, then jumps from there, and uh, I'm sorry, beats, yeah, beats Jan, then jumps from there to heavyweight and takes the heavyweight belt from John Jones, dude. Talking about the most famous person on the planet. The hands down number one goat of all time with zero blemishes on his record. He would be 23 and 0 at that point. Nuts. He did lose one. No, not in MMA. Never in MMA. 20 and 0. Isn't his kickboxing record like 119 and 1? Yeah. Yeah, he lost one. Yep, he lost one. That dude's killing it right now, too. He's not enemy, but. I mean, he hasn't fought any like major. (laughs) contenders but yeah he's, he's yeah, doing yeah. well I, lo- I love it that that's the only shot you can take at izzy we lost that kickboxing match remember we got knocked out huh that's the one blemish we're gonna go towards 75 5 75 and 5 nuts absolutely nuts alex Pahea, that's the dude yeah he's a beast he's so athletic see how he, how he does over in uh MMA world, but yeah, he seems to be a handful for these these youngsters trying to take him out right now. But yeah, Izzy has the the potential to be the biggest star of all all time. Mm-hmm. He has the personality, has a skill set, and then you look at his potential matchups. We go in Sizzler. I'm kind of curious. We always talk about what if he wins, what if he loses. Do you think he'll ever try heavyweight again? No, he's just pursuing John Jones. It's just a pursuit of John. If John was like, I'll cut to 85. John said, I'll cut to 70. I'll chop off my leg and cut to 70. Izzy's falling to 70. If John said, I'm going to super heavyweight and we're creating a new division, 265, Izzy's going to start eating fucking Twinkies, jump to super heavyweight. He's just pursuing John Jones to take the GOAT title. That's what he's doing. 
It ain't about Francis and Steve, none of that. It's just about John Jones and Izzy. That's all he's doing. Oh, you're the goat, and he's following him, and he's on his heels, and it's fucking fantastic. I'm here for it. Take my money, Izzy. I'm buying your Pumas. I'm buying the fucking video games. I'm here for the ride, son. What a time to be alive. Is that it, Chin? That's it. All right, kids. Uh, this weekend, back on the road, Tampa, Florida. Going to add shows February 26th and 27th. That's a Friday and Saturday. This Friday and Saturday, we got my uh, local Miami, Florida boy, Ricky Cruz, featuring for me. I cannot wait. He's a fucking monster. He used to be roommates with Joey Diaz. He's an absolute killer. If you haven't seen Ricky Cruz, come on out, Tampa. Bring your shit. Uh, keep that same energy that you guys had for Tom Brady, for your boy here. Um, yeah, so that's uh, February 26th, 27th, Tampa, Florida. And then a week off, because you know I got to be home for UFC 259, but baby, March 11th and March 13th, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio at Hilarities. And then after that, I'm in Spokane, Washington for my birthday, March 18th through March 20th. Spokane Comedy Club, come and get some. The my, I'm back in Florida. Fuck yeah, short flight. Miami, Florida, March 25th through 27th. Get your tickets now at FATKZ.com. Thick Boy giveaway still going on for the Thick Boy custom one of one uh, helmet. And you can, we're giving away. It's a helmet giveaway. It's uh, hand painted, one of a kind, one of one Thick Boy Bike Club dope ass helmet. Uh, your boy signed it. If you don't want my signature, you could just get some alcohol, <laughs> wipe it off so you can rock it. Um, but yeah, the way you win is by subscribing to the Thick Boy uh, newsletter. Uh, you gotta go is to thickboy.com, sign up. It's on the front page. Just click here to enter, put in your email. You signed up for the helmet giveaway. You can double your chances to win when you sign up for the subscription newsletter on thickboy.com and also buy merch. All right. We have some dope collabs coming soon. Oh, no, not collabs, just straight up new Thick Boy stuff dropping soon. We got the Thick Boy uh, varsity jacket that you see me wearing all the time. Uh, be wearing it on the Max Hallway uh, food truck. Uh, I wore it last week during the Brian Callen stuff. So, yeah, we're doing the damn thing, man. We're doing the goddamn thing. Thickboy.com. Is that it, Chin? That's it. Great, grand, wonderful. Look for the Max Hallway food truck dropping this week, I think Thursday or Friday. Go check out the new segment, What's Up with Brendan Schaub, also on Below the Belt YouTube. Uh, And also, for those of you that are just listening all the time, we have a, you can find it on Below the Belt. It's all the food truck diaries, audio, and What's Up with Brendan Schaub is also available there on audio. But yeah, go check out uh, What's Up with Brendan Schaub. It's me and fans chatting, uh, a couple chatty Cathy's. By couple, I mean 50 minutes of it. So go check it out. Some great questions. It's a fun one. And that's on Below the Belt right now. It's What's Up with Brendan Schaub. All right. That's it, kids. We did it. I got Find a Kid. I got a food truck with Max Holloway, and I'm shooting an open segment for the What's Up Brent Shop. Yeah, busy Monday. Love you guys. Stay thick, stay safe. And Tampa, I will see you this Friday and Saturday. I'm out.